Welcome, cadets and captains, to a brand new, highly sexual episode of Amplast Podcast. <laughs> Wait, why is this? Uh, I mean, why were the other ones not highly sexual? If you thought it was sexual before. I have been putting in those 900 number commercials. Oh, no. <laughs> Strap yourself down and on. I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell, all right, I'm in. You know what? Uh, this in. is actually a, not a sexual episode of M-Class Podcast, because we're talking about an episode that is a thousand percent about gaslighting a woman. Yeah. But also, what else is about? Entrapment. Spying. Uh, spying on entrapment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jeff. I'm Josh. And if you don't know about M-Class Podcast, where have you been? You stupid idiot. Where have you you been? Who do you think you are? (laughs) This is really winning them over. This is going to get us a brand new audience of masochists. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Talk bad to me, daddies. (laughs) Uh, Turn me into a Cardassian. (laughs) Uh, M-Class Podcast is a show where we sit down with a piece of Star Trek media, we pick that bad boy apart, and we tell you at the end whether it's worth your time or not on our patented warp scale of quality, the Cochrane to Catfish scale. Cochrane to Catfish scale, it, 10 being you're turned into a catfish, and that's that's the best thing. That's what you great. want. That's what you yeah. want from your Star Trek, to become you get to have, a catfish. You get to have a salamander baby with your captain. Everyone's secret dream. And one is uh, Zephram Cochran, Warp 1, and that's bad? I don't know. We didn't Look. think this through, and we're never going to. No, it's it's fine. Just don't worry about it. Uh, we're smack dab in the middle of uh, Rich Master's greatest collection ever, the Cultural Exchange Collection. We're so cultured now. We have gotten... Somehow, 40% more spacist during this one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this collection is helping or harming, but we're halfway through it, so we're not leaving. There's a lot of reasons to hate Cardassians, is all I'm saying. You know, we'll edit that out. We'll edit that out in post. Um, this time around, we're going to be talking about Deep Space Nine Season 3, Episode 5, Second Skin. Yeah, not to be confused with the whole album Celebrity Skin. Uh-huh. <laughs> from the 90s. Uh, do you have a reference that you can substitute that with that any of our audience will understand? So true, bestie. <laughs> <laughs> Oopies. No, let's not. Um, this I'm just episode- getting our quota in early so they don't, you know. Uh, this episode was written by Robert Hewitt Wolf. Who Inventor of Hewlett Packard and the species known as wolves. True. <laughs> True facts. <laughs> I think uh, the best way to tackle Robert Hewitt Wolf is you know how there seems to be a glut of sci-fi shows from like the late nineties, early two thousands that like are just bad, but they seem to get green lighted anyway. Yeah. He wrote um, all those. Name some. Like, I, like what are Andromeda. some? Andromeda. That's a terrible show. The 4400. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, the Sci-Fi Dresden Files TV series. I don't remember that. Uh, Scarlet. What the fuck is that? <laughs> and Riverworld. <laughs> 
That sounds oh, like a... elementary. The one where Lucy Liu is Watson for some reason. Oh yeah, I remember that. The, uh, river World sounds like the name of like a lazy river, like water it does, park. Doesn't it does, doesn't it? It's like off the high, off of like I ninety five. He New wrote Jersey. that story <laughs> for the theme park. But Come yeah. down the River World and uh, you know ride the lazy river. Robert Hewitt Wolf is responsible for all of those. He's, well, he was the the developer of the series and the head writer and producer on all of them. The forty four hundred was always a cool concept, but the show was bad. Was the forty four hundred like, the one where four hundred like forty four hundred people disappeared and then reappeared? Yeah, they get abducted and then they get sent back, and it's like that's a cool idea, but like then what happens? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wasn't there also a show where like a plane disappeared for like years and then? Landed and it was the future and it's the same plot. Yes. What was that? Did Robert Hewitt Wolf write that one? I too? bet he did. <laughs> I think it was called Plane World. That one. I love Plane World. I'll find ninety five. It's called the Newark Airport. But Robert Hewitt Wolf's <laughs> big thing that he wanted to do was launch Andromeda, which was an idea Gene Roddenberry had. And if you again, I've said yeah. this before, which is my catchphrase. Yeah. Uh, the concept of Andromeda is rock solid. It is a great idea for a series. Yeah, but it has Kevin Sorbo in it. Yeah, so it's instantly garbage. Also, yeah. the writing is garbage, and what they did with the idea is garbage, and it's just garbage. I just remember him flying around in a ship and like not buying it because it's Kevin Sorbo. True. And I was what like, is Hercules guy... doing here? Yeah, I was like, why is Hercules in a spaceship? That don't make sense. What is um, this, fucking Thor? <laughs> Robert Hewitt Wolf um, quit working on Andromeda, the series that he developed and was the executive producer of, due to creative differences between him and the studio. The studio wanted even more Sorbo. Oh my god. Robert Hewitt Wolf wanted any other character ever to get focused on, even for well, a second. And they at were least, like, we at need least more you- Sorbo! <laughs> This Sorbo guy, he'll be president one day. <laughs> He's going far. He definitely won't horrifically embarrass himself on Twitter every day. Someday. You know, I can I can just tell this Sorbo guy really likes being vaccinated. I don't know what it is about him. <laughs> Dude loves being vaccinated. Uh, Ke- oh, Kevin Sorbo, why don't they hire me in Hollywood anymore? It's because they're liberals and not because I'm a terrible actor. <laughs> yeah, and I've never done anything... What? Didn't he do that shit? No, that was uh, Lorenzo Lamas. I get them confused. Really? <laughs> yeah, they're like the same guy. Uh, politically, I would say, probably. Probably, but yeah, I, I I don't know. It's the same time period where they're both playing like super tough 90s dudes, you know? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Andromeda always kind of had the stink of like, they're trying really hard to do Demolition Man. Yeah. Where he's yeah. like this guy from a different time and he's all macho and no one can handle it. Yeah, but Where Demolition Dem- Man Dem- barely works. Demolition <laughs> Man was a satire of that. Yeah, Demolition <laughs> Man works because it's just, it, it, it was the time, right? Like, it just yeah. works. Demolition Man, like you said, barely works. Yeah. And yeah. it works almost in spite of Stallone, not because yeah, it, of it. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I oh, love that movie so no, much. No, that movie though. rules. Yeah. I don't know if The Dresden Files was good or not, by the way. I never watched it. I just read that it had a... Uh, like a giant fan base that were like super active on the internet and I don't want to fucking deal with that. Weirdly enough, uh, huge in Munich, Germany, but not Dresden. Weird. Wow. <laughs> How interesting. <laughs> uh, we've talked about Les Landau before on the show. Uh, my dude wrote 59 fucking episodes of Star Trek across nice. TNG, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager. That's the sex number. Uh, 59 is when only one of you come. Uh, every <laughs> time rough. I read Les Landau's uh, little article here, I point out one of the things that he wrote on. And this time it's Sequest. Oh, fuck yeah. Talking about super cool 90s sci-fi. I did like Sequest quite a lot. I'm not going to lie. They had Remember a talking when, dolphin on there. Yeah, what's his name? Was uh, Barry Wary was friends with the... Uh, what was his name? Darwin. Darwin. Da- the- yeah, Darwin. Yeah. yeah. The dolphin had like a he had like a they were cap like, on. We got this like underwater adventure thing. This like it's all about the ocean. Who do we got for that? Let's get the guy from Jaws. He's got experience. Uh, yeah, Rob Schneider. Yeah, right? not Schneider. Yeah. Thank not God. Rob, Sch- <laughs> not '90s sensation Rob Schneider. How did we ever let that happen as a people? SNL, dude. But this is before the internet. You could just be dumb as shit and do stuff. Like just, everyone, it didn't matter. They thought they, they thought they had another Adam Sandler on their hands. Yeah, but well, they were Sandler all friends. Has this sort of like weird innate charm? Yeah, to him, this yeah. like idiot charm that Rob Schneider does not have because Rob Schneider comes off as being arrogant about being a short unfunny man yeah him and uh what's his name uh Chris Farley's guy. Oh, David Spade. <laughs> David Spade. Yeah, they, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put David Spade in the same he's, category. He's better, but yeah. Oh, him and uh, so like Rob Schneider and uh, who played Mango? <laughs> oh my God, Chris Kattan. Chris Kattan. Yeah. There. Yeah. They didn't understand the joke. They no didn't get the joke. What the fuck we're talking about? I think. <laughs> Mango. Uh, hit. Mango. Mango. Um. <laughs> God, Saturday Night Live was a wild west during the yeah. 90s. Did you ever see the Norm Macdonald, like, he talks about Chris Kattan and, like, like during rehearsal and how, like, fucking annoying he was and shit? No. It's really funny. You should check I, it out. I could listen to Norm Macdonald talk about literally anything, though. So he, like, fine. he's doing Rod Serling for, like, a Twilight Zone thing and, like... Chris Kattan is like, Lorne, he's not practicing the voice. Like He's like bitching at Lorne Michaels oh about God. it. And right before the show, right before the take, like the live show, uh, Norm MacDonald goes, Chris, shut the fuck up. And then he goes right into the voice and he's like, it'll work. You know, like he does like, <laughs> dude, it's great. <laughs> I've heard Chris Kattan was just a fucking nightmare to work with. Yeah. You can just look at his face, man. Ugh, punchable as fuck, dude. Saturday Night Live always, like... I liked Saturday Night Live a lot during the, like, the 90s seasons. Like, maybe yeah. a little bit into the early 2000s. But, like, I always liked Mad TV a little better. Yeah. Because it Mad seemed TV like the people right. on Mad TV actually liked each other. And they chose to work together. Yeah, that's the thing about SNL. It's, like, this ego, like, factory. Like, it's just... It's wild. Like... 
You have to like you have to constantly produce or you're fired, right? It sucks, man. It's horrible to work there. I I wouldn't. I, I will say, you know, that, I would never work on SNL. <laughs> don't even ask Lorne Michaels. Don't ask me, Lorne Michaels. I I will say that um, there is a not small number of Mad TV alumni who turned out to be sex predators. So, uh, uh, who? Oh God, I just so I know to stay away. Will Sasso? No, Will Sasso is the best. I would never say no, yeah. anything negative about yeah, Will Sasso. Right. <laughs> um, this isn't what this podcast is about. <laughs> Believe it or not. Um, what what time are we on? Right, Jesus, we just wasted twelve minutes of somebody, nah, some nah. poor schlub's life. Yeah, they weren't doing anything anyway. <laughs> Trust me, yeah, they're fine. <laughs> All right, so we start out this episode at the Replimat, like so many episodes, and Dax is sitting by herself nursing some Ractagino. Don't you like to eat in, like, a tiny delicatessen with, like, no space around yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. If you move your chair back, you will slam into the person next to you. Yeah, yeah. And there's, like, a bullion smoking some kind of spice or something, and you're oh like, could you please God. put that out? And Get the like, contact high over here. <laughs> Um, Quark comes up and he's like, "What's up, bitch?" Like he's yo, being, he's so like, creepy. He's being a fucking creeper. He says, "Tell Uncle Quark." It's like, nasty. Ew. But um, Dice is like, "Oh, I haven't been stood up. Kira's just late. We got a date to go anti grav sailing in the Hollow Suites. Sounds like fun." Kira, or terrible. Kira shows up and she's like, I hate hollow sweets. They're stupid and lame. <laughs> I was in the decor province killing spoonheads. Oh, I don't Jesus. have time for this luxury. She God, says this. Grandma I Kira. Say <laughs> I mean, we don't say that anymore. She's got a point, man. Okay, we'll edit that out in post. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um... Kira, Kira's like, oh, you know, I hate the hollow sweets and quarks. Like, you haven't used the right ones. How about the ones where the whole room fucks you? <laughs> <laughs> Penises, dicks, fucking pussies and boobies come out of the wall. <laughs> it's like rock climbing, but with dicks. Uh, she's like, no thanks. He's I like, call it cock climbing. <laughs> oh, man. We'll edit that out in post. Uh, <laughs> All right, I won't do that joke anymore, everybody. I promise. Wink. No, keep doing it. Keep doing it. We'll just edit it out in post. That's so good. That's it. good. <laughs> um, they're they're about to take off from the replimat. They're actually going to go on their date, and uh, Kira receives a communication from the Bajoran Central Archives, which is strange because why does a library call you on the phone? Hello, this is the library. You have an overdue uh, Cardassian. <laughs> You you checked out a person? <laughs> yeah, you checked out a book about Cardassian dicks and uh yeah 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 yeah. I'll return it, I'll return it. Shut up, shut up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's my um, ten quatloos or whatever. Quatloos. <laughs> Futurama. Um uh, some a scholar from the Central Archives is like, yo, I'm studying the Elam Spur prison camp and I got some questions to ask you and Kira's like, uh, why me? I wasn't there. Like, I like how they, like, specify, like, it really sounds like a concentration camp. Like, I'm like, oh, that could totally have been, like, the name of a yeah, concentration Elmsburg camp. Yeah, is a yeah. dead-on name yeah. for 
concentration camp. Anyway, um, <laughs> you can say it. It it's it's fine. We can say that. It's I know. It just seemed weird to be like, yeah, <laughs> agreeing with anything with con. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah, but um, she's like, yeah, I was never there, and the like scholars like their Cardassian records clearly indicating that Kira Norris of. Uh, from uh, the Decor province, a member of the Shikar resistance cell was held at Elmsburg during the occupation yeah, for seven here's, days. Here's a picture of you. Also, it says you're big into cock climbing. I don't know what that is. I, I <laughs> didn't look that up in the archives yet, but I, I'm, I assume it'll be wholesome and lovely. Oh, it'll be wholesome. <laughs> yeah, it's like a homonym. This is a bad episode of the show. Um... <laughs> But they, yeah, they show the mug shot of Kira, and um, the, the she's like, "Oh my God, what does this mean?" And the camera pro- like pans up, and there's like a creeper standing up at the top of the promenade, staring down at her. Yeah, which like, how did uh, I guess like my question is like, how did that person know that she was going to be getting this transmission and like <laughs> twiddling her thumbs? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I assume she was just sort of following her everywhere yeah, she went. But and it's, circumstances it's, just worked out. It's very good that she was in the right place at the right time for that camera sweep. It's like a goofy ass TV fucking moment where you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I just thought of something really fucking funny. Like, the camera sweeps up. Like, oh my god, what does this mean? The camera sweeps up, and there's just an empty spot at the top of the promenade. <laughs> and then she, like, two seconds pass, and then she runs into it, like, <gasps> like all out of breath. <laughs> yeah. I had to. And starts twiddling her fingers evil. <laughs> I had to wait for the turbo. <sighs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me uh, get my breath. Hold on. This fucking station is huge. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of huge, <laughs> you know you'd have a huge heart. Yeah, if you were to take part in the Trek Boy Pride Pledge Drive 2022. By the Trek Boy Pride Pledge Drive with guest yeah. star Grave Digger. <laughs> Grave Digger. Look, and folks. the mummy from actually being a mummy. <laughs> Look, folks, every year, mostly, for a while, we've been doing the Trek Boy Pride Pledge Drive, where all proceeds at the end of the month are going to go to the Trevor Project, a suicide prevention and resource hotline for LGBTQIA teens and youth. Hmm? How we're collecting it, you ask? Probably a little bit better grammar? Great question. Why, there are two ways that you can get involved in this Pride Pledge Drive. You can head on over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast and become a patron or raise your pledge. Big shout out to Parrotmancer for raising their pledge through the goddamn roof. Dude, Parrotmancer, you're going to get so many fucking parrots. It's crazy, We're going to give you all the parrots you could ever want. <laughs> he doesn't need to. Don't ask just, where they're coming from. He could just mancer them into That's existence. True. That is the power he was born with. Cool X-Men power. Parrotmancy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty much... At the beginning of the month, we had an amount of money. I believe it was 937 on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that. And every dollar we make over that in pledges for the month is going to be donated directly to the Trevor Project at the end of the month. 
Yeah. We are, we are sitting pretty at above the amount we donated last year, but we it's only the 14th as of this recording. I don't know when. Yeah. It'll be a week from now when this comes out. You fucking figure it out, Matt. The 21st. It's the 20, it's seven. It's like a football game. Don't tell game. me. I don't want to know. Goes to seven. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> We're halfway through the month at this point, so we've got plenty of time for people to up their pledges or to become patrons for the first time ever so that they can support the Trevor Project. But, yeah. But, Jeff, I don't want to become a patron. I don't even like your show. Well, first Why off, am I listening to it? <laughs> first off, fuck you. And second That's true. Off, if you want to bypass all of our horse shit and you want to just give directly to the Trevor Project without the artifice that we're placing in front of it, mm-hmm. then you can head directly to give.thetrevorproject.org slash podcast, where I believe we've got well over $100 donated at this point just directly yeah. through there. Fuck yeah. Those are two great ways you can become involved. Again, that's patreon.com slash mclasspodcast and give.thetrevorproject.org slash mclasspodcast. You know it's the right thing to do to get us to that Trek future that we all want, that we all crave. Yeah, man. I've been watching Strange New Worlds. I love it. I actually <laughs> really love Strange New Worlds too. I'm not. I had lie. a I had a point there. It left me, but yes, the Trevor Project. Please, <laughs> please. Look, we're not spokesmen. We're just trying to get some fucking good done in the world. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, this is like a really uh, cool thing that we do every year, and I'm really glad we do it. And thank you for everyone who's donated. And yeah, it means pledged. a lot. It absolutely yeah. means a lot. This is uh, we always talk about how this is the absolute coolest thing that we get to do. Yeah, uh, we get to maybe make a small difference in the world, which sorely needs it on many fronts. Yeah, and if you've been following yeah. the news, LGBT LGBTQIA plus folks need all the help they can get with all these fucking Republican fuckers out here. Looking at you, Florida. God damn, Florida. Also Texas, but that's sort of expected. I don't know what's going on in Florida, man. It's uh... that's a safe bet to just point <laughs> at Florida. I think. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> but uh, that is our sponsor for the month is the Trek Boy Pride Pledge Drive. So please uh, donate or pledge today, and we'll appreciate it. The Trevor Project will appreciate it. And hopefully the Star Trek future will appreciate it. Hell yeah. Uh, But for now, we'll be right back after these messages. After these messages. We'll be right back. Lots of pound puppies need your love. Ask or meet Petey. And when they're this lonely and this lovable, one more is always welcome. Come share in all our cuddling care and puppy love. Pound puppies. Each sold separately. From Tonka. Welcome back, everybody, from that delightful message that I really hope isn't a 1-900 number message. I put one in this, I think it was in last week's or whatever, where it's like, um, like, 1-900, like, have you ever noticed how the Swedes are such great people? What? <laughs> Dude, it, and it was like, you call up and, like, you find all these Swedish secrets about how they live and shit. It's fucking oh weird, God. man. 
It sounds fake, but like I think this was like a real fucking thing that people did. You know, Wild. it's probably like way too late to mention this. I haven't even watched Stranger Things new season, right? Yeah. But there is a pizza truck that has a number on the side of it. Yeah. And the number's real. Like you can call it and it does like a secret Stranger Things. Oh, that's cool. Does uh, it's like Aloha Pizza or something like that. Which yeah. is pretty cool. I like yeah. that type of shit a lot. Yeah, that shit's cool. <laughs> anyway, Kira goes to Odo's office and uh Odo's like, you know, either your memories are wrong or these records are wrong. They can't both be right. Yeah, and I'm and like, she's good like, detectiving, Odo. <laughs> she's like, I know I was never there. I remember where I was. I was eating fucking Hasperat in a cave with my mud friends. <laughs> oh, wow. That sounds like it might be something we need to edit out later. <laughs> <laughs> they just lived in a cave. They were, like, hiding from the sensor sweeps, yeah, right? Yeah, she's like, it's, the whole winter was quite memorable because they didn't have food or phaser power. Yeah, which sucks. That's what you need to get Cardassians. I'm sorry, Spoonheads. I'm glad that you uh, fixed that. We would have had to fix it in editing otherwise. You can edit whichever one is more insulting. Cardassians? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pick one. But Odo's like, uh, why don't you just contact one of the other inmates that was supposed to be sharing a cell with you? And she uh, calls up uh, some asshole... Some guy, some uncle to some guy. Yeah. yeah, somebody who worked on the show's uncle. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I I recognize you. You changed your hair, right? I thought you were dead." Yeah, I thought they dragged you away, and then uh, you. I thought you were dead, but you were definitely there, and I remember you. <laughs> he's like, "It was a terrible time," and Kira's like, "Yeah, it was a dark and stormy night." <laughs> Well, sure, you just ain't whistling Dixie, she says. <laughs> and, um... But the records and a eyewitness, uh, like, agree that she was there. But her own memory's yeah. telling her something different. She's, like, already getting gaslit, and we're, like, five minutes into this episode. Yeah, and then she's like, you know what? I gotta go find out what's going on. I'm gonna go to Bajor. <laughs> I'm gonna head on Figure down to Bajor. Sorry, I can't be here to do my job, Cisco. I'm, I need and to take some time off. And Cisco's, Cisco's like, like yeah. this, this isn't the 21st century. I'm not gonna like break your fucking balls because you need some time off. I'm not a monster. Yeah, I'm not like some kind of capitalist pig dog who's gonna like hold this <laughs> over your head. Uh, back on the replimat, where everything good happens. <laughs> Bashir and Garrick are having a conversation, and uh, Bashir's like, ah, I love my trip to Planet 4. <laughs> Planet name 4. And Garrick starts talking about how um, he gives a little exposition that'll matter later where he talks about how he can't leave the station. Yeah. He can't really um, travel. He- and Bashir's like, oh, because the Cardassian government would kill you if you left the station. And Garrick's like, haha, you have good imagination boy yeah he's like space is dangerous anybody could fall down some space stairs or get dropped (laughs) off of a space bridge anybody could sleep with the space fishes yeah get some space concrete shoes yeah that could happen 
Wouldn't it be funny if they did the concrete shoes and then just threw somebody out of the space? <laughs> it's completely <laughs> unnecessary. You know there's some, like, old fucking timey, like, uh, Orion syndicate dude who loves Italian mafia planet, right? He goes on vacation to the Italian mafia planet, and he does that. Which That's exists. Yeah, which exists. You can't pretend like that isn't something yeah. that could happen because the Italian mafia planet does exist. Yeah, and they just—that's his calling card—is like cement shoes. <laughs> so, um, there's a little call, a little phone call to the <laughs> station, and it's the lady from the archives again. And the she's librarian. Like, she's like, "Yo, Kira never showed up. Like, no one's seen her since she left the spaceport on Bajor. She's just gone." Yeah, and Cisco's like, "What are you talking about?" And she's like, "I told you." I just said what I meant, and I meant what I said. Oh, man, it's wild. Now now the game is afoot. Um, Kira wakes up un- from unconsciousness on a bed, and there's a, a Cardassian there with the weirdo that has been following Kira around this whole time. Yeah, whatever she is. Is she a Cardassian now? No. or No, she's not. She's still whatever she was. She's that species that Jason Alexander is, but he's on Star Trek. Yatepa is her name. That's like totally made up name. That's not a real name. She looks more like a Mary. <laughs> she, she looks like a Gwendolyn to me. Yeah, Gwendolyn. But uh, Kira wakes up, she looks in a mirror, and there's a Cardassian staring back at her in the mirror. She's all cardied up, you know? She like makes, Cardi B. Like, <laughs> Nana Visitor is so fucking beautiful that she even makes like yeah. an absolutely beautiful Cardassian. Like it shines I, through all the makeup. Even I love later when Garrick is like, "You've never looked so ravishing, Major," <laughs> and it's like, "Yeah, this dude's been away from Cardassian women for yeah. a while. <laughs> He's getting horned up in this dangerous situation." <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. She's she, like, if she's only, great. If only I could get this to happen to Bashir, then we'd be talking. <laughs> Maybe I should visit Quark's dick wall holodeck. <laughs> Kira jumps up and she's like, whatever you want from me, you're not going to get. I don't know what you've done to me. Yeah. And this guy is a super fucking weirdo. He's this, like a sleaze bag. They got a really good guy to play, though, because he, he like looks so like slimy. His eyes are slimy. Fuck. Fuck you, Intec, you slimy bastard. Yeah, fuck you, Intec. <laughs> and he came to Earth in the nineties and made a horrible, <laughs> horrible company. He was he was a uh, a Bob. He but he was inhuman. He just got surgically altered to look like a human. Bob Intec's in- <laughs> actor was in a lot of shit. I'm looking. What else was he in? Andromeda. Yeah. Was he? He was on Barney Miller. That's like the Andromeda of its day. Hawaii Five O. It's like the Deep Space Nine of its day. Murder She Wrote, Cagney and Lacey, Growing Pains, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Ellen. Damn. Ellen? Wow. This uh, dude's seen it all. Columbo. Kenny Rogers as the gambler. The adventure continues. Holy fuck. Why aren't we watching that right now? Desperado. Badlands Justice. What about uh, what's the show that we always talk about that I don't remember? Oh, Bronk. <laughs> what about Bronk? Was he on Bronk? He probably was. How can I forget Bronk? 
How can you forget beloved American television series Bronk? (laughs) You see the character of Bronk. His personality (laughs) is he's a cop. His personality is he's a cop and he's got a gun. And he uh, doesn't like crime. But he loves his son, but not like in a gay way. He doesn't kiss him or anything. <laughs> it's the, it was the 1970s, folks. They said that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I would I'm never say, do that. I'm saying that he said it, not me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, uh, they're like, uh, we altered your appearance. She's like, you like surgically altered me to look like a Cardassian. They're like, nah, you're Ileana Gamor. We altered your appearance and memories to make you a Bajoran resistance member. Yeah, this is like, um, very, did you ever watch The Prisoner? Yeah. The 60s yeah. show? This this I love this episode because it's very the prisoner. Yeah, that was on like, after Bronk, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously though, that show rules. Yeah, like, the you prisoner is actually really good. The prisoner yeah. is actually really good. Like where like the entire like plot is like that the the town that he lives in is like a prison, right? And they're trying to get him to give up this information because he's a spy. And like that's like I love that fucking like what's real, like what's yeah. even like who's is, even like real, you know? That's very much this episode yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the the idea is that she was a member of the Obsidian Order and was sent to the Bajoran Resistance to get information. Yeah. And then she was placed onto Deep Space Nine in order to get information about the Federation. Right. So, like, they're trying to get that information out of her as Ileana, but also she's Kira. So it's like, which... Like, like as an audience member, like, you know that she isn't, right? Like, Ileana. I mean, like, they do a lot in this episode to convince you, the audience member, that, that she Kira is, is Ileana. Yeah. And I mean, if this was, if you were watching the series in order, which I, th- I guess we all did at some point. Yeah, like, you might consider it. You'd be like, well, holy shit, that would shake up the foundations of this whole fucking show. Yeah, it'd be cool. <laughs> it would have been cool, actually, but I'm glad it yeah. wasn't as well. No, no, they should have kept it the way it was. Cause, but, yeah. Uh, Intech is like, yeah, I supervised your training in the Order. Kira's like, you're full of fucking shit. And he's like, you're actually standing in the house where you were born. Here's a- Yeah, she's like, this is what kind of prison is this? And she's like, this is your bedroom. And then there's like a fucking, like, Mr. Potato Head in the corner. <laughs> and like, there's like coloring books and shit in there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because there's like a little, like, uh, she made it Sunday school, like, yeah. Uh, sculpture that she made for her papa. It's a stone carving because you know what uh, Cardassians like? They like stones because they're lizards. Yeah, they love to sun themselves. <laughs> they eat fish guts and sun themselves. <laughs> uh, we're not we're not spacist. No, no, no. They're okay though for for you know they they had to come in what came to them, but. <laughs> There's definitely nothing wrong with saying this. <laughs> I mean, they kind of did, man. I mean, in the in the context of this narrative, you're not wrong. Let's put it that way. They're, they're, what I love about this episode, though, too, is like they start to uh, show you that like some Cardassians are ready to be different, right? Yeah, like they want to they want to escape yeah. the totalitarian fascist yeah. government. Because Which, the Obsidian Order is like out of fucking control. Yeah. It's it's wild. Like I mean, maybe you can see some of yourself 
in the Cardassians that want to escape a fascist totalitarian government. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Intech gives her a data rod, and he's like, you recorded a message uh, for yourself when you returned before you left, and if you watch this, you'll understand everything. And Kira's like, I'm not fucking touching that. Yeah, she picks it up and goes, it's a fake! (laughs) That's a deep cut. Yeah, no one will get that. Yeah. Cisco, um, <laughs> Dax, and Odo back on the station are in the wardroom and they're like trying to find out what happened to their best friend, Kira. <laughs> and Dax is like, Where's my best friend? She was my best friend. We were going to go dick wall climbing. Cisco's like, Wait a minute. She was my best friend. <laughs> and Quark's like, uh, Hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> We need to get to the bottom of this best friend thing, I think. We have to find her to figure out who her real best friend is. Uh, they found residual electrostatic charge in the area where Kira was last seen. And Cisco's like, you know what? Sounds like a transporter beam to me. Yeah. Let's get a list of all the ships that were in the area. Let's get a list of all of the transporters on the ground. Dax is like, but wait, Mr. Captain, he, Commander, ca- Captain, he's Captain uh, it could also be from a disruptor set on kill. And he's like, I fucking know, but I don't want to believe that shit. I refuse to believe my best friend could be killed by a disruptor. <laughs> you know, Kira, we're best friends. Dax is like, uh, my best friends, you mean? <laughs> the real episode is who's the best friend. That's the real point. Uh, Kira is trying to figure out how to open the window of her room. Because, you know, she's she's a trained insurgent. Yeah. She's trying There's to escape. There's a horsey field on it. There's a force field. Yeah, there is a horsey field on it. A horsey field. <laughs> Keeps the horses in. Intech's like, oh, there's someone who wants to see you. And her father, Kenny Gamore? Kenny. <laughs> it's T-E-K-E-N-Y. He's a gull, though, right? He's a Vedic. Wait, no, no, that's the other thing. He's a, um... He's a count, councilman? Legget. 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 He's yeah, Legget. the government is Legget, right? It's like, it's like Senator. Yeah. yeah, I forgot that it's... The Cardassians have, like, some Roman to them as well. Yeah, it's just easy to do. Fascist, Roman. Yeah. American. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> his, his name is Takeni Bush. And she throws a shoe at him. <laughs> she should have. But, like, um, Leggett Gamora is, like, psyched. Because his daughter's finally back. And he's been waiting yeah. for her for, like, I don't even know, like, 20, 30 years at this point. So, at this point, you're like, is is he in on it? Like, you yeah. think, like, he's in on the on the, like, the gaslighting, To begin right? with, like, you for sure do. Because, I mean, like, yeah. every Cardassian you've met in the show has been, like, a piece of shit. Besides the guy yeah. who tried to pretend, like, he was in charge to get... To like right. atone. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's a, a really that's, great episode. That's a good one. Yeah. But he's like, oh, "I'm your dad." She's like, "My dad died fighting Cardassians on Bajor." Yeah. And Gamora's like, "Intec, uh, piss off." Intec's and Intec's like, like, "Is this wise?" But sir, I'm a snake man. <laughs> <laughs> Gamora's like, "She's my daughter. She would never hurt me." Yeah. And I was like. Kira should just knock him the fuck out and leave. I was like, I was like, not physically, because she's like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
He's like, who the fuck do you think you are? You're not my papa. Yeah, you're not. Papa don't preach, you know? I'm in trouble deep, and she was. <laughs> Gamora's like, your memories of Cardassian life haven't returned yet, but they will because we gave you some memory medicine. Yeah, so again, you're like, did they? Like, yeah. Like, did they give her medicine to brainwash her? Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, like you're in Kira's shoes right now. Anything is possible at this yeah, point. Yeah, you don't know right? what the hell's going on. And yeah. Like, you're being gaslit from every direction. Yeah. You, like, like, did they pump her full of drugs that, like, did they even do that? Are they just lying to her? You know what I mean? Like, who knows, man? It's, it's scary as fuck, man. It is. This is a horror situation, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, back on the station... Garrick stops Bashir before he leaves medical, and he's like, hey, let's have some late dinner. Bashir's like, I just want to go sleepy. I have a hot date with the dick wall, so no. That dick wall just keeps coming back. Uh, I'm gonna stick my dick in a dick. Okay, I don't even want to think about that. Um, It's called docking, Jeff. I've heard about it. Like docking bay, docking ring. Go uh-huh. ahead. Continue. You want to talk some more about docking before I... No. <laughs> no. No. Um, but Bashir's like, look, I got some news about Kira. And yeah. Bashir, Garrett, Garrett says that. And Bashir's yeah. like, but what? Yeah, like, because, like, at this point, like, Garrick, like, like, they kind of think he's full of shit, right? Like, Yeah, they think he's a... Cardassian spy. Uh, they also kind of are like, is he just like a fucking pathological liar? Like, is he just a crazy Cardassian he idiot? Is. Right? He is you a know pathological I mean? liar. He's all of these things, but he's also a fucking super spy. <laughs> Kira is looking for surveillance devices in her childhood bedroom, as far as she knows. This is a very Cold War, like, like, you know, looking in the phone and shit, oh, like yeah. trying to find a bug. And uh, Gamor brings her in some breakfast, and she's like, I know you've gotten used to Bajoran food, so why not have some Hasperat? It's only good when it's warm. I always think of Hasperat as, like, uh, hash browns, because it kind of sounds like hash brown. I would love some hash browns right now. Like some fucking Denny's hash browns. That sounds really good. I was thinking Waffle House. Yeah, same place, really. One of them you'll get Hasperat a just more. looks like a sandwich wrap. Yeah, which, like, that's boring. What am I, on a diet? (laughs) I can't have bread? What is this? Fucking Nazi Cardassia? I can't have bread? (laughs) Oh, wait, it is. Oh, yeah, true. True, true, true. (laughs) True, true. She's like, the Obsidian Order devices aren't turned on in this house unless I request it, so there's no Yeah, which is fucking hilarious, right? Like, yeah, yeah, like, I'm I'm sure they turn them off, right? Like, get fucking real, dude. You got it, sir. We'll turn it off for you. Yeah, wink, wink. Yeah, fucking moron. (laughs) She's like, I don't want the food. I'm not hungry. And uh, that's when we learn that uh, the thing that Kira's been picking up and looking at this whole time is a bone carving that Ileana made for her father when he was promoted to Leggett. Leggett Ted Kennedy. And he, <laughs> he, he has this moment of, like, genuine, like, caring where he's like, you know, I, yeah. I always wish that you'd become an artist instead of joining the Order. We could use more artists on this planet. Yeah. Which is so 
antithesis of fascist, right? Absolutely. Like, that's, that's, like, the first key to, like, maybe this dude's not, like, a normal Cardassian guy. But also, this could all be bullshit, right? Oh, yeah, like, he could be specifically, like, yeah. trying... He's playing good cop, right? Right, he's the good cop, yeah. Um, but he's like, oh, you know, you're, but you wanted to join the order. You were just as stubborn as your mother. And Kira's like, my mother died in the Singha refugee camp, you boon-headed bitch. Which, uh, I would say we would edit that, but I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but she doesn't even die there. That's what she thinks, right? But she doesn't no, die there. No, we, we learned some harsh truths. Yeah, there's some bad future. shit. There's bad shit going on. But uh, Gamora was like, no, your mother was an inquisitor at the Central University, which is fucked that even, like, your, uh, like, education people yeah. have a name like Inquisitor. Yeah, that's the Inquisition. Yeah, they make sure you're learning the right shit, right? It's, dude, it's fucked up there, man. He's like, you know, I wish I'd stopped you from going on that mission, but you were so determined. Your mother never forgave me. Yep. And she's still, like... All this is bullshit. She's like, look, you're very convincing, yeah. but I don't believe a word of your story. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm sorry. I know that you don't remember. He's like trying to be good cop, but she's like just walks away from him. Like she's had enough of this. Yeah. Enough of the gaslighting, right? Yeah. She says something. He says something to her. And like you can tell, like uh, Nana Visitor is so good. Like I. You could tell she's like really pissed off. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, but she just keeps her mouth shut because there's no point, right? There's no point in like arguing with this dude. Like, like she understands what's happening to a point yeah. at this point. She knows that she's yeah. being played. Yeah, uh, back on which the is st- true. <laughs> yes, just not for the reason she thinks she is. Yeah, right now. yeah, yeah. Back on the stations, uh, they're back in Odo's office. And they're trying to force Garrick to tell them what they he told Bashir. Yeah. And he's like, look, I could tell you the story a million times over, but if what I heard was true, then uh, you'll never see Kira again. There's nothing you can do about it. She's being held by the Obsidian Order, and there's no way to get around that. Yeah, Garrick is like, they're the best, I've heard. <laughs> and I love... Cisco, like I always fucking love Cisco, where he plays him like a fiddle. He's like, oh yeah. He's like, you know, uh, we have some Bajoran, high-ranking Bajoran officials who have questioned why you're being allowed to live on this station. Yeah, and yeah. you know, if you don't help us, perhaps they'll get their wish. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe you get, uh, you know, kicked off the state, dude. The number one lesson he learns is to play hardball with these fucking scumbag, like, like. Like Quark, right? Like the yeah. first episode, he's like Quark. Like uh, you don't have to pay any rent, but like you have to stay here, he's, right? Like <laughs> he fully plays hardball. You're right, yeah. which is <laughs> ironic considering his love of baseball. Hey, but he's like, yeah. If you're kicked off this station, I'm sure there would be a lot of people in the Cardassian government and the Obsidian Order that would be happy to know that you're unprotected out in space. Yeah. Maybe you jump off a space building and commit space suicide. Who knows? <laughs> I, and I fucking love Garrick being like, this is extortion, Captain. And he goes, like, yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Garrick gets this pissed, too, rules. man. He's like, I want you to know that if we're out there and it's between me and you, I'll throw you to the dogs anytime, a million times over. And yeah. Cisco's like, yeah. you know, that's the first thing honest you've ever said to me. Man, 
Garrick is so awesome. I love like, Garrick. That like think about how easy it would have been to make Garrick like a bad guy, right? But they like, he's like keep a pushing. You love, though. Yeah. But they keep pushing him into these situations where eventually like he's like a fucking hero, right? Really? Like but he but he's like a piece of shit murdering like Nazi. Like I, dude, it, he's such a crazy character for this show. I love it. it if anything Deep Space Nine is capable of doing, it's introducing you to a character who is a lowly, like, lowest of the low scumbag yeah. and making you love them. Yeah, like Damar, right? Like, yeah. how quickly you, like, you hate Damar. Like, Damar is a fuck. But, like, like man... Ugh. Even when it comes to, like, getting redemption arcs, right? Yeah. Like... Um, Gold Ducat never gets a redemption arc. No. But you still love him as a villain, even though yeah. he is the scummiest of scumbags. He is so, he's so hateable, he makes, like, Garrick look like a saint. Yeah, Which is, like, absolutely. absurd, right? Like, that's, it's crazy, dude. They, <laughs> they do have a pretty good plan to get to Cardassia at this point. Why don't you just use your cloaked ship? <laughs> That's a good question. It's a real good oh, they're question. not allowed to. They're not allowed to because no, it's Alpha. You're quadrant, right. right. It's not. It's not against yeah. the Dominion in the Gamma Quadrant. Yeah, also, even though they, they just like forget they have it all the time. Yeah, even though that that's bullshit, they start using it. <laughs> They're like, whatever. For some, somehow they've modified their shield harmonics in such a way as to disguise the Defiant as a Coberian freighter, yeah, yeah, which is Coberians. something I didn't know you could do. Yeah, well, you know, it's filling uh, shield variants with too much air. <laughs> yeah, too, it's too much air into the Defiant, and it turns into yeah. Kiberian Freighter. Looks like Kiberian Freighter to me, sir. <laughs> it's real to me, damn it. <laughs> Back in Cardassia, Intec is like, look, her memory of her life as Ileana hasn't resurfaced yet, and if we can't get the information from her by questioning, then you yeah, know what'll have to happen. Yeah, we're gonna torture. That's what that means. And torture. Gamora's like, look, uh, I'm I'm big important man, and you can't fucking do this to me and my yeah. child. Yeah. So you're starting to see that uh, Leggett uh, Ted Kennedy is like really loves. <laughs> he doesn't deserve that. He, he really loves Ted Kennedy. What? He didn't kill hookers? Come on. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't know. <laughs> we don't sure. know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he really is, is not a part of the game, right? Like, you yeah. start to see, like, he, he thinks that this is his daughter. So, because, like, why would he I mean, care, we're right? We're starting like, to, like, come along to the idea that uh, Legate Gamor really does think that yeah. Kira is his daughter, Eliana. Yeah, because he wouldn't care if he was part of the scam. Like, he'd be like, yeah, whatever, do whatever. Yeah. But, but he's he's it he doesn't even want to leave the room when Intech's yeah. gonna question her, but like he's forced to. Like Intech makes him leave. Yeah. And there's a great scene where he's asking questions about the Federation in Deep Space Nine and Kira's giving him like fake answers, making fun of him. Yeah, she, he's like, How many officers are on Deep Space Nine? She's like thirty, forty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's so good. Don't tell anybody I told you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like uh, you know what if I can't convince you through words and the drugs aren't working I, I think I have something that really will convince you that you're Eliana yeah this is super fucked up right like yeah. this is so fucked up man and he, he calls the Obsidian Order and has uh, 
He's like, the Obsidian Order saves everything. And he has a biological specimen yeah. beamed into the room. Kira walks up, pulls the sheet back. And it's her dead body. And it's, it's her. Kira. Dead. Yeah. yeah, that would probably fuck you up for life. That alone what would fuck you fuck? up. What the fuck? Yeah. And she's like freaking out, right? This has to be a clone. This has to be a hologram. This yeah. is a lie. This can't be real. Yeah, she's like, I, how do I know I'm not in a holodeck right now? And and he's like, you're not. Yeah, and, <laughs> like, and Tech is like, do you remember your, when you were in the Resistance and you thought you saw a Cardassian soldier and you shot and it turned out to be a horror cat? Yeah, it was just a cat or whatever. And she's like, I never told anybody about it. How could you possibly know that? In Texas, because we implanted the memory within you. Which is like, like, how did they know that? Like, I'm guessing they never that really they like, explained that. I'm guessing that they like fully probed her brain. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like he kind of gives away the game a little bit too. Uh, In Tech does right because he's like, you know, that. Like, like, even if you're, he's like, like, let's assume you are Kira. You know that anything is possible. Like, we can do anything, yeah. right? The Obsidian Order can do absolutely anything. So, what, like, what's to stop us from doing the things that you think didn't happen? Which, like, only proves Kira right, because it's like, well, yeah. they could obviously just clone her, or whatever, right? Like, make somebody else's dead body look like her. Who knows, right? They don't like DNA test it. Like, it could be no, anybody. They don't DNA test anything. It's very yeah. purposeful. Yeah. But in, in text, like, look, I can't wait for this information much longer. If you don't give it to us soon, we'll have to take it from your mind by force. That's, yeah. what, that's what, like, gave away how they knew about the Harakat to the right. audience. Right. Because they can already do that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, they're not, they're, they're pretty good at, at mind games, but they're not that good. <laughs> no, there are little slip ups here and there if you yeah. look for them. If you yeah. haven't seen your own dead body on a slab in front of you in the last five minutes. <laughs> That probably would break. That would break most people. With me though, I'd be like, "Oh, fucking finally, Jesus! How come he gets to be that? <laughs> oh, this guy gets to be dead. I gotta fucking be Cardassian now. This is a terrible deal. This sucks. <laughs> Fuck uh, you, Intex. Kira is peacing out. She's disabled the window force field. She's opened it. She's about to take off. But Leggett Gamor comes in and he's like, "You know, next time you might want to like keep the alarm connected because you just tripped it." Didn't you watch Beverly Hills Cop 2? <laughs> when Billy goes to open the window with the switchblade, but he doesn't do it as well as, as Axel Foley. <laughs> well, nobody does anything as well as Axel Foley. He put a banana in the tailpipe. Inclu- That's classic. Including homophobia. <laughs> but, uh, you can ignore that part of the movie. <laughs> That's a big bitch. Remember that part? I do. That's a huge bitch. That's what he said. That's yeah. huge bitch. <laughs> Which like I I hadn't seen that scene and I saw the movie uh Deuce Bigelow Male Gigolo starring everyone's favorite Rob Schneider we talked Man, about earlier. Rob Schneider is getting a lot of play today. And this is more play than he's gotten in like twenty years. That that happens in it where somebody goes, This is a huge bitch. Oh, because as, yeah. as a kid I was like, Oh, that's what that's where it's from and then like I saw um I saw Beverly Hills Cop, too. Two, yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god, they just lifted it wholesale, and it's they not just even a it. good joke." It's not even, yeah. It's funnier in the Beverly Hills Cop because, like, 
she's like really tall and real like like a uh, Bridget Nielsen, right? Like yeah. she was so hot in like 1985. She was like the shit, right? It's just like it's like making fun of a woman's appearance and Deuce Bigelow. Yeah, yeah, and Deuce Bigelow. I think it's like. I think maybe it's, like, a, a trans person, I think. I'm not which, sure. I think it's definitely, like, somebody who's, like, really tall and lanky and has, like, something going on. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember enough about Deuce Bigelow <laughs> to make a judgment call. It, it has call. Oded Fair in it. Did you know yeah. that? That's yeah, nuts. it is. Yeah. He plays the actual gigolo. Yeah. That movie sucks <laughs> dick. I want you yeah. all to know that. That is a that was zero the end of the, the line. Cochran to Catfish scale. That was the end of the line for Rob Schneider. What he, an illustrious he made, like, career. five more movies after that. <laughs> well, he was a stapler in that one movie. He, uh, <laughs> he played... The last one he did was The Hot Chick. Yeah. I think everybody had had a fuck enough of this guy at that point. I always mix up The Hot Chick with that fucking terrible, uh... Uh, something shallow howl. I mix those oh two God. movies up. They're both just as terrible as yeah. each other. I, I love like a how movie the movie about how a fat guy learns yeah. that it's okay for a woman to be fat, but she's hot the whole time. So <laughs> yeah, get it, Jesus. <laughs> but um, Gamora is like, look, no matter what happens, I'm not gonna let anybody hurt you. Like, please just watch the recording that you made for yourself before you decide what to do. Like, at least do that. Yeah. And Kira finally gives in and watches the recording and she sees herself. It looks exactly like her, yeah. Which, again, logically doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, there are people who look... she has the same voice and looks exactly the same. Yeah. Maybe they altered it, though, right? Maybe they altered the voice a little bit. Probably so. Yeah. Because like, like, she wouldn't have the same voice. Like, she'd have an accent with whatever Cardassian language yeah. it was. You know what I mean? Like Even using the translator or whatever. Yeah. Wouldn't that be, like, a dead giveaway, though, that, like, she's been speaking, like, Bajoran this whole time? And then she listens right. to the Cardassian woman who's speaking Cardassian. I guess, like, the translator's... They they make it seamless. Like there's so, it does something to your brain, dude. I'm telling you, That's translators true. like change the way you think about language. It's wild, man. That's true. And at this point, it could be like they had like reprogrammed the shit in her ear, in her head, yeah. to be doing yeah. Cardassian shit. Who even Who knows? knows? But we we also don't know how the universal translator works. So there is that. Yeah, it's super convenient, but also like there would have to be like crazy laws against like what you could do to yeah. universal translators it's like it's just a magic thing it's a piece of magic <laughs> like you could like program a universal translator to like make you hear different things and not only hear different things but like see different things yeah pretty much yeah I don't there's know. a lot of human rights violations. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Of shit. Yeah, there's a lot of like gray area here. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, back on the Defiant, uh, Odo catches Garrick snooping around the ship's weapon system. I love how he's like, "I needed to go for a walk because this place is fucking tiny. <laughs> I just needed to stretch my legs." And Cisco's like, "Confine him to his quarters and post a guard." You get a little bit of Garrick though, where he's like, "It's very claustrophobic in there," and like That's you think true. he's full we of shit. We right? don't learn about that until later. Yeah. You're right. You think he's just being like a whiner, like trying to be like, "I don't want to do that," but he really is claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah. for like genuinely good reason. Yeah. Like he's crazy claustrophobic. <laughs> but um 
they're be, they're about to be intercepted by two Cardassian warships. Yeah, Galar class. And they uh, they like call in, and uh, thankfully Cisco had already thought ahead about this. He uses a hollow filter to make himself seem like uh, a Kobirian freighter captain. Yeah, see, like they can do that shit. Maybe that's what the Cardassians did, right? Like maybe. Who knows? But uh, he's like, yeah, I'm on, I'm on the way to Cardassia Prime to drop off some shit. There's, it's like metal or something. I don't know. For the war effort. <laughs> yeah. And the dude is Gull Benil, and he's like, yo, I'm, I'm, don't believe your ass. I'm going to search your ship. You. Prepare to be yeah. boarded. Garrick's like, look, just drop the hollow filter and let me talk to him. And they're like, yeah. no, what are you talking about? Yeah, they're like, what are you, insane? <laughs> they're like, nah, just do it. And Cisco takes the chance. He's like, you know what? Fine, but be prepared to hightail it the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Garrick, <laughs> like, big dicks him. Oh, he swings, he swings his slappy ass, like, snake dick all over that fucking... <laughs> He, he, he like, big times him hard. He's like, this is an alpha red priority mission. Gives him clearance verification codes. He says, by order of the central command, turn your ships around and get the fuck out of here. And he says, do not ever think about this ever again. Yeah. Which is, like, so fucking, like, men in black, like, CIA shit, right? Like, Speak you, of it to no one. Yeah, you won't tell anybody about this, yeah. And I love Garrick. Like, they're all looking at him like he, like he's crazy after Gulbanil leaves, and he's like, oh, it's just something I overheard while hemming overheard. someone's trousers. Dude, that's so good. That's I, so good. I love that guy. I it's so good, man. Like, he, no matter what, he still is like, yeah, no, I'm not a spy. But it's like, clearly he's a fucking yeah. spy, right? Like, <laughs> this episode gets harsh at this point. Like, it, yeah. it takes a bit of a turn. It becomes a little harder to watch at this point because, like, Kira has been broken by this. She's yeah. staring off into the distance with just tears running down her face. I think, I think they give her something too, right? Maybe. Like I, I, I always got the impression that they, they gave her some kind of like like sodium pentothal or some shit. But maybe it's just because she saw herself. I don't really know. You don't it's really like know. Everything right? about her existence is being proven to be false one after another, and there's nothing yeah, there, she can do about it. She's like broken at this there point. There are four lights, right? Like that's yeah. what they do, right? <laughs> and Intech is interrogating her, and she just keeps saying, I don't know. And it's not an answer yeah. to his question anymore. It's an answer right. to everything that's happening. To she her. doesn't know who she is. Oh, that's so fucked up. I never thought, I never thought yeah. about it like that. That's fucked up, man. Yeah, Legget Gamor comes in, and he's fucking furious. He's like, how could, how could, like, you push her yeah. to this point? Like, um, yeah, you're breaking her brain, man. <laughs> and Intech finally sort of backs down, and he but he tells Kira the next time we see each other, it will be at or the fucking Obsidian Order headquarters. Yeah, he's setting, he's moving the chess pieces, right? He's yeah. dude, they've they've played their their game really really well. <laughs> and he leaves, and Kira sort of like slowly stands up and walks over to a mirror. Yeah. Like reaches her hands out and touches the mirror and then smashes it in anger. 
I I always like in a show or a movie when somebody hits a mirror and their hair hand doesn't bleed. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm always like, where's the blood? You know, like somehow and she doesn't bleed. I mean, it's like a plastic space mirror. Who knows? But like, she just collapses into the ground and Leggett Gamora like catches her and like she's she's sort of like shocked that he's like. Uh, straight up, like I'm gonna get you off Cardassia. I can't let this happen to you. Yeah, we have to. We have to get you out of here. Yeah, like, and and she like holds them. Like she like because it's the like she's so completely lost that that's the only guiding light she has at that point. Yeah, yeah, man. It's Fuck. it's heartbreaking and it's like kind of beautiful too because like she no longer like man. That's what this whole show is, right? Like. These two societies, like, hating each other, right? And then, like, over time, learning to not hate each other. It's true. That's a lot more, like, uh, signal, like, signified by, like, the later scenes between them. Yeah. At this point, she's definitely any port in a storm. Any, like... (laughs) Like she's yeah. she's being buffeted in all these different ways and everything, and like she's finally found a moment of real kindness in all of this. Yeah. It also helps her like wake up, right? Like, and and sort of see what's going on, because like this guy's like uh, uh, he's like she's like why would you do that to, for me? Like why would you like that's, let me? That's like the first seeds that like yeah. of what real is really happening, and if. You want to find out what's really happening? Then you should stick around until after these messages. Listen to one nine hundred Swedish people or whatever. Jesus. Cute little dog you've got there. But hold on. In a previous life, he could have been George Washington. Nice cat. Perhaps Annie Oakley. And look at him. Why it's Napoleon reincarnation what human being was your pet in a previous lifetime master reincarnationist e david scott will tell you when you call this number just answer simple questions with your touch tone phone a dollar 95 per minute for entertainment only under 18 get permission call now learn who your pet was as a human in a previous lifetime Welcome back, everybody. Hopefully that gutter service was good and or serviceable. I'm sure it's still around. Yeah, go look it up on the internet. Yeah. Go get your mom's credit card and call it. <laughs> Later on, Leggett Gamora gives Kira a bracelet. He's like, that used to belong to your mother, and I want you to have yeah. it to remember her by. And Kira's like, I can't accept this. Like, it's not... I'm not who you think I am. And Yeah. Gamora's like, you know, I want you to have it anyway. Yeah. And here's here's my boy Ari. He's gonna Ari. help he's gonna help you escape. Ari from fucking uh <laughs> Entourage? I've never seen that show, so I don't know. It's uh that's what's his name, the dickhead. Fucking I know that narrows. I was it like, down, that right? does not narrow it down. That whole show, man, is like I don't even anyway. But he's like, Ari's going to help you escape the planet. You need to go with him. And he's like, the Central Command wields, and the Obsidian Order wield too much power over the lives of Cardassians. Yeah. Kira's like, you're dissidents? Yeah. And, and, yeah. And and he's like, 
yeah, Leggett Ted Kennedy is like our, our leader, like the number one dissident. And she's like, wait, 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 slow down. Slow wait down. a second hold, here. Hold on. Do you not see what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, the, the order like brought me in and has continuously tried to make me think that I'm a Cardassian. Like, what do they get by that? They could yeah. take all this information that they want directly from my brain. They're right. not after me and what I know. They're after you. It's a setup. They're trying to confirm th- their mm-hmm. suspicions that you're a dissident, and yeah. now they have. Yep, now they know. So, and then like it, slow clap comes in. Yeah. Very good, Major Kira. Yeah. Tech. He's like, yeah, you figured it out, Major. Yeah. <laughs> Now we can fucking arrest you, you bitch. Like Gamora's like three to beam out, and they're like, "Ah, oh, we put a big tent over the house. You can't beam <laughs> out of a tent." Everybody knows that, you stupid idiot. And Ari's like, "Fuck you, bitch!" And Intex shoots and kills him immediately. He gets, he gets vaped. He gets vaporized. Huh? We need one less character in this scene when the rest of the characters show up in a minute. It's too crowded. It's too crowded in there. <laughs> But Intex, like, now with you destroyed, the resistance will crumble. That's very Emperor Palpatine. And, uh, <laughs> he's like, do it. Do it. But uh, Gamora is like, I'm not the... The resistance will live on without me. I'm just the head of it. And he's yeah. Intex like, you underestimate your importance. Yeah, and he's like, did you ever hear the cut the head off of a spoon head and the body dies? Oh my god. Whoa, I really Intec. thought you were about to say, didn't you ever hear the tragedy of the Dark Plague? Darth Plague, Plague is the wise <laughs> was a spoon head. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Look, they're space Nazis. It's fine. Yeah, fuck them, man. Seriously. Um, fuck Cardassia. But he's like, uh, I would rather Kira live so that she can give testimony, but I'm willing to dispose of you if you cause any trouble. Yeah, they get. He, he says, like, it would make for, like, a very dramatic testimony, which is what they like, right? They like that fucking theater. It's all fucking theater, right? Oh, yeah. like any fa- Like any fascist government, the, the justice system is all theater, right? Yeah, absolutely. Especially Cardassia, as we yeah, learn with Poor O'Brien later. Yeah, poor guy. Uh, Garrick and Sisko run the fuck in with the guns ablazing. They got their guns. And they have, guess what they have? A backpack. A backpack. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this is why Rich picked this one. And he th- Sisko throws the backpack on the floor. And, and like, everyone's like, whatever. And they're like, <laughs> they have guns pointed at them. And Sisko's like, I suggest you lower your weapons. And they're like, huh, why should I? But then the backpack turns into oh no oh no you motherfucking classic backpack trick motherfucker <laughs> and odo fucking puts gamor or he puts intech into an arm bar he looks really like it hurt He's like, like oh, i think shit my I, think Renee, I think uh, Rene abajanwa like really pulled a muscle there so oh, yeah his, his old ass <laughs> his old tall ass um but uh they're like, all right, Gamora, let's head to the Defiant and get out of here. And he's like, I think you're right. Yeah. And as they're leaving, Intech's like, Garrick, the Obsidian Order was happy to live uh, for you to live in exile, but after this... And then Garrick yeah. turns around and just fucking vapes him. Dude, 
how fucked up is this though later right he's like knowing what i rather like him knowing oh it's so good so good it's so good it is so good but what's it a pity because <laughs> his dad is in the head of oh, the yeah, obsidian order <laughs> right like that's true it's, he's, he's dude, weirdly it's a little up, protected man. but not in the way yeah. that they think it's fucked up <laughs> and they they escape and um we're not really supposed to ask how they got on the planet how they yeah. got to this location <laughs> yeah it's just garrick's like i've got friends Things, things yeah, are. I got friends too. They're not gonna help me get into a fucking like fascist country and rescue yeah, somebody. You don't, you don't think I can help you get into like Russia? Beam you into Russia? No. I know how to play good Russian. Oh, they would never know you weren't Russian. They never. I know. watch Stranger Things. I hate America. I love borscht. You know, favorite movie Rocky Four, but a Soviet version where he lose. Favorite movie, Rocky Four, but in reverse. <laughs> we, we watch it backwards. Look to his reverse button on VCR and watch Rocky Four. <laughs> we can make fun of Russia because they suck. Yeah, they do suck. Spoonheads. <laughs> um, back on the station, they they put Kira back into her regular sexy appearance. Yeah, they kind of like hand wave over it. They're like, "Yeah, they didn't change your DNA. Like, yeah, they I don't just know. surgically altered your appearance, which There's, happens like all the time." My God, her face must hurt. Her neck yeah. must hurt. They got some good drugs though. That's <laughs> true. And um, <laughs> they're not giving people a leave. <laughs> no, no, I guess not. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> but Gamora and uh, Legit Gamora and Kira are walking down a hallway together. And, like, they lost the spy that was working for the Obsidian Order that kidnapped Kira. Yeah. And the person also apparently altered the Elmspur records. So that sets everything. And they, the dude who they were talking to on the screen is gone as well. Yeah. So they were like, they must have gotten to him or he was a plant or something. Who knows, right? And he's, she's like, but why go through all the trouble of altering me to look like Ileana and replacing when they could have just done it with Ileana? Yeah. And Gamora's like, the memory drugs would have worked on Ileana. Right. And she would have fully cooperated, so they would have no reason to be able to investigate me in the same way. It was failure by design. They wanted Kira to resist till the bitter end, which she yeah. absolutely would, because she's a resistance fighter, right? Like, And Gamora's like, you know... I just, I know that my daughter is still alive out there and one day we'll be reunited. But it's for so now, sad. the Mathanite, not to be cons- could, like mixed up with the Moonanites, <laughs> the Mathanite government has offered him sanctuary. And she's like, well, you could stay on Deep Space Nine. And he's like, ah, oh, there's no place for me here. He's like, it's too fucking spoonheady around here. They're, they're not gonna hire me on to be a main cast member, so I gotta go. <laughs> Where am I gonna work? The fucking Jumja shop? <laughs> Everybody will love having another Cardi on board. Yeah, I'm not trying to work next to that singing Klingon with a squeeze box. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Put my shop on the other side of the promenade, please. Hola, Kralaba. Like all fucking day long. That was a good impression. Yeah, I'm I'm part Klingon. (laughs) But Gamora, that makes sense, actually. That's where my two dicks come from. Gamora is like, can I give you some fatherly advice? She's like, of course, of course. 
And he's like, don't trust that fucking spoonhead Garrick. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, I'll keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on him, Pops. Yeah, man, what, like a great It is a beautiful episode. ending. She, she, he tries, she tries to give him back the bracelet that he gave her when he thought she was Ileana, her, the mother's bracelet. Yeah. And Gamora says, no, you keep it. You're the closest thing I have in the universe to a family now. Yeah. Yeah, Kira like stops him before he leaves and says, "You know, I just want you to know that I know deep in my heart that you're an honorable man and that your daughter must have loved you very much." And there's like tears in her eyes. It's like, and if you look at G- Gamora, like I thought the first time I watched this that Gamora kind of underreacts and then turns and leaves. But if you look, he has tears in his eyes as well. Yeah, yeah, and he uh, like they the- created this like. They've broken down that boundary, like, and created this genuine familial connection, and it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, uh, it's tough to watch, too, because, like, it's almost like you, like, Kira, like, can't bring herself to say it because it hurts too much. Like, with all the past, like, that she has lived with Cardassia, right? Like, but to feel that for a Cardassian... It's just as confusing as her thinking she's Ileana almost, right? Like it's it's really it's really beautiful, it's really fucked up, it's and it's it's life, man. It's like the show it's is like messy. Yes, in a it's way very that messy. Life is messy. Yes. But it's beautiful in the same way life can be beautiful as well. Yeah, you're also seeing the foundations of like like the total fascistic takeover of Cardassia, right? Like they're getting rid of artists, they're getting rid of Anyone who's a good guy. Oh, yeah, the Obsidian Order is making their power play. They're cleaning house, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And it's and it's like some bad shit is going to happen, and you, it you does. Al- you also see the first steps towards Cardassia breaking free of its fascistic yes. past as well with the dissident movement. Yes, that it's not a everyone race. on Cardassia is so excited to be space Nazis. Yeah, it reminds me of another thing. That's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. kind of similar. <laughs> Where's Damar? Where is Damar? <laughs> Are we Damar? The oh, hero God. of Cardassia, Damar. Dude, Damar's fucking stock goes, like, skyrocket. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Nobody saw like, that money coming in, but what it's, he did... It's, it takes, like, three episodes for him to become, like, the greatest dude of all time. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a quick turnaround. He's my like, I quit drinking, and now I'm George Washington, motherfucker. Yeah, my dude was fully a drunk, and now he's Daniel yeah. booning his way across Cardassia. <laughs> Man. Fucking wild. So we have found ourselves at the most important part of any episode of M-Class Podcast, and that is finding a spot on the Cochrane to Catfish warp scale of quality for this episode. Man, Where this episode it, is good. This episode snuck up on me. I, that's that's what, how Deep Space Nine rolls, right? Like, you totally forget about this episode when you're watching it again. Because you're like, oh, I, I kind of remember this one. And then at the end, you're like, this episode is fucking 9 out of 10. Like, yeah. this is a damn good episode. I'm giving it a 9 out of 10. You know what? I don't mean... I've done this gag before. I'm not actually doing something that much different. <laughs> I'm giving this episode a 9.5. 9.5? 9. 
Yeah. Like this episode. What are you spending three hundred to one dollar? <laughs> yeah, bitch. I'm doing it now. Fuck revenge, man. He revenged me. I'm giving this a nine point five. It's it's not like the best of the best episode of Deep Space no. Nine. But doesn't that tell you everything you need to know about Deep Space Nine that this isn't the best episode of it? Yeah, th- this, this series is spectacular. This series is stupid good. Like yeah. this, it's ridiculous how good this fucking series is. Like, yeah, I I totally forgot. Like I remembered it once once like she had the Cardassian. Like once I saw the thumbnail, I was like, oh, okay, I remember mm-hmm. this one. Um, but then I'm watching it. I'm like, man, I I totally forgot about this. You know, like I totally forgot about all this fucking like yeah interplay and dude, it's so the prisoner. I love it. I love this episode. Like, this episode is extremely dark. It deals with, like, extremely adult tones. Yeah. Like, like very historical, like, dark history of, oh, of yeah. humanity, right? Like This episode yeah. makes you face some, like, harsh, harsh moments to deal with that really, like, hit you in the heart. But then yeah. it wraps it up at the end in this beautiful bow of, like... These two people from these warring societies—an aggressor and the and the rebel—who yeah. find themselves on not just an equal playing field of understanding with each other, but form a found family together. Yeah, from their exper- their shared experience together. Yeah, that is absolutely beautiful, and like this episode went above and beyond my expectations. Anytime Kira gets to act, ugh, ugh, sign me up. I agree. So good. Like, there is not a moment. Like, sometimes, like, and I love fucking Terry Farrell, right? Like, oh, yeah. But there's there's moments when I'm like, oh, Terry Farrell's, like, kind of, like, smiling through this because she's playing, like, a like a happy, goofy kind of character, right? Mm-hmm. But never once do I look at at Nana Visitor and ever think like oh Nana Visitor's playing a character I'm like no Kira's like a real fucking person like this is a real traumatized human being absolutely <laughs> like, and th- that's yeah. like at the core of the whole performance that Nana Visitor's doing that's like yeah. there's trauma at the core of her character and everything yeah. sort of spreads out from that and like as human beings we very much understand that we all have our own traumas that we carry yeah. and it's so highlighted too like at the end of the series when she's wearing the starfleet uniform right and it's like she's <laughs> hearing just this fucking shit. revving up the podcast for sorry the score. it's uh, <laughs> fast and the furious 11's being filmed outside <laughs> Tell Vin uh, Diesel I love. <laughs> I know it, Jeff. We're family. family. We're a family. Like Gold Ducat and Ted Kennedy or whatever his name was. I don't think Vin Diesel watched this episode. <laughs> he watches our show, though. He's a big fan. But, like, as I was saying, like, it, it's like she, like, sheds her skin, right? Like, literally, she, like, changes her uniform and, and she's, like, moved on to... Like, now she understands the Federation's point of view, that, like, anything can happen out here. It's not so black and white with Cardassians and Bajor, right? Like Yeah, that's sort of sometimes... a crazy thing as well. Like, could you imagine showing episode one Kira a photograph of the final episode Kira in that uniform? Dude, it's wild, man. She would, like, like refuse. There, she, this couldn't ever happen. I could never see it. This is obviously Photoshop. 
as much <laughs> as much as this show is about Cisco and him being the emissary and all that. It's about Kira. The show is about Kira, right? Well, that's sort of the beauty of Deep Space Nine, isn't it? Is the show isn't really about any one character. It's about right. everyone in the cast. Like, Quark in episode one is nothing like Quark in the final right. episode. Odo is nothing like Odo episode one, for better or worse. Right. Like, Arguably, whichever. Yeah. Even O'Brien is a changed man by the end, where he he's completely understands his wife. He's got a completely new best friend and a different spot in the universe than he was in before. Yeah. He's he's calmed down a little bit. He's not so like, don't touch me, I'm Irish. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We can say that. So true, Ben. <laughs> Oopy. Uh... <laughs> I bet they appreciate me being angry every time more than even one of us say. <laughs> Look, I'm just giving our Zennial fans what they want. Gen Z do love their oomphies. You you said it. <laughs> every time I go to the Discord, they're arguing about generation shit. Now I don't know what's. I think we like started there. it. I think I I'm to blame for that because I'm always like. Boomers are terrible. No, boomers but. are terrible. We have no boomer fans. No one would listen to this show where we just shit on them endlessly. I mean, we're too fucking libcuck anyway. It's like, true. we're fucking, like, you know. Tree hugging, libcuck, woke SJWs. I'm so libcuck, I watched the Liberty Bell fuck my wife. <laughs> and you loved it. <laughs> yeah, you saw, you, you like saw your wife times. get all up in the Liberty Bell's crack and you. <laughs> That big donger it has? Oh, my it God. It does have a big donger. <laughs> Is so that the smartest genius. joke I've ever made? Is that, it? Was the it most, that was the smartest joke that's ever been on this show, for sure. <laughs> I just spit. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I ruined it. It's got a big donger. <laughs> it's really fucking good. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just a really big fan of this episode, though, and like, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of Nana Visitor as an actor. I think she's like, yeah, incredibly underrated. And I keep Man, seeing her in shit that like that happened before Deep Space Nine, and I'm like, holy shit, she was in MacGyver. <laughs> she was in um the Spirit, like the first the Spirit like television. Oh, film. yeah, okay, she's in uh. Battlestar for like two episodes and she dies of cancer uh, and it's sad fucking as sad. Fuck. Yeah, she's she looks terrible because <laughs> she's dying, well, right? I, but like, I imagine, yeah, like they make her look like a real cancer. Like Which I was is, like, holy it's shit, crazy because Nana Visitor incredibly beautiful to this day. Like she's Man, got that like silver fox thing going for sure. Nana Visitor is like an elf. Like she is like a pixie. Elf who will never not be beautiful. This is true. Nana Visitor, call me. <laughs> Hopefully your girlfriend doesn't listen to this podcast. I don't think she would care. I don't think she does either, so there is Well, that. she has, She has. A, like, there's an agreement here. Like, uh, if, Nana if, Visitor's if, like, the hall pass. The hall pass, yeah. Okay, yeah that something. makes sense. I think hers is uh, The Rock, which I was like, yeah, I mean, I'd fuck The Rock. I'm, like, I'm my own hall pass. I'm fucking myself like right, so... <laughs> That's the that's the big like if you can work it out that's the big loophole in the contract just yeah. be your own hall pass. You just... <laughs> yeah, no, I'm kidding. Sense. 
Um, you can fuck yourself anyway. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> no one's gonna stop you. <laughs> Maybe the Liberty Bell police will. Well, true. If you get all up in that crack. Sir, not again, please. Speaking of liberty, the Trek Boy Pride Pledge Drive 2022 needs your help. We're fundraising for the month of June for the Trevor Project, a suicide prevention and resource hotline for LGBTQIA plus teens and youth. Every dollar we make this month past what we had already on our Patreon is going directly... To the Trevor Project. And you can yeah. pledge or raise your pledge over at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. It's the best thing we've ever done. So Absolutely. Uh, help us help us break our, our goals. I, we we are we're pretty ahead, but I think we can do more. I'm confident. I'm wanting to double what we did previously. Oh, yeah. We did six hundred and one dollars no. previously, thanks to yeah. a generous one dollar donation. That one dollar really knocked us over the edge here. If you'd li- <laughs> if you'd like to edge yourself, do that on your own time. Instead, head on over to donate directly to the fundraiser and bypass all of our horse shit at give.thetrevorproject.org slash podcast. That's a great way to donate the money if you don't want to be a patron, you're not like a Patreon person, then that goes directly to the same total because I'm going to be donating our excess money that we make through Patreon directly into that same fundraiser. So we'll get like a final number that encompasses everything somebody has donated at the end of the month. Nice. And I am psyched to say the goddamn least. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> That's a Zennial thing, right? Yeah, they do go. love saying let's go a lot. It's like, where are we going? Just calm Can down. Can I stay home? We don't have an action plan here. Where are we going? Who's driving? <laughs> you know what? If you need any links, including the links uh, aforementioned for the Trek Boy Pride Pledge Drive 2022... Then you can head over to mclasspodcast.com. It is your one-stop shop for everything M-Class Podcasts. Oh, fuck yeah. Including, of course, a list of every episode of Star Trek that we've covered, including links to them uh, by series. And we've done like 700 episodes. So. We've done a, 127 I think this Oh, is. we didn't have 127th anniversary celebration. No, we fucked it. Yeah. It's 127, I think, and we've done 114 episodes of M-Class Email. That's a lot. So, uh, we've been doing this for a while, everybody, and for some reason, all of you aren't following us on Twitter, at M-Class Podcast. Why? There's funny jokes. Sometimes I edit, like, a video, and it's funny. (laughs) What do you fucking think you're doing over here? You're pissing me off! You're pissing Josh off! I'm so angry, I'm shaking. mclasspodcast.com, at mclasspodcast on Twitter. And if you'd like to shoot us an email for our other program, you can send it any time of the week to mclassemail at gmail.com. Do it. Do that. What else can they do, Josh? Hey, go to iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to our great show, and you can rate and review us. You can do whatever you want. Do you have a review that you really want to talk about did we spoil the witcher for you <laughs> write it down still still a little bad blood there i think 
Look, we deserved it. We said he has two swords. We're monsters. That's wild a spoiler right there. Two swords? You fucking bastards. It's like spoiling Stranger Things how L was a Terminator the whole time. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Uh, we actually have two new customer reviews this time. Oh, fuck. I don't have it open. Can you read we them? We have a five-star review from Mornica. Cool name. From, uh, the, from June the 11th. It's entitled, A Fun and Insightful Gateway to Getting into Star Trek. Ooh. Jeff and Josh are fun to listen to when talking about pretty much anything, but you can feel the love and passion they have for Trek. It's hard not to fall into the Trek hole. Gross. <laughs> That's hot. After I, mean, vi- I mean gross. After listening to a single episode. Also, the email episodes are fantastic and shouldn't be skipped due to the amazing stories submitted by the incredibly creative members of the community. I'd give this podcast a catfish out of five if I could. <laughs> That's a ten out of five. Thank you, Mornica. It's a great we got, review. We got one other from Brynale7, five stars from the 12th. That's a planet. And it's entitled Edited for Content. <laughs> this is by far the best blank show I've ever listened to in my blank life. Dan out of Dan. Five blank stars. Listen or else I'll blank your mom. How did you. What is. What? What? How did you read that part that's a song? How did that. Dan out of Dan. Oh, Dan out of Dan. Oh, I see. I got it. I somehow just knew that it's it says Dan out of Den, and I just knew it was Dan out of Den. You're from the Italian planet, so you know. Thank you, Brynale7, for that beautiful customer review. I love your planet. <laughs> if you would love to have your customer reviews let out li- read out loud, read out loud by us, there you go. <laughs> then head over to iTunes or Spotify and leave one. Uh, we're, I was reading an iTunes review this time. Maybe I'll go check out Spotify and see if we have any next time. Let's check it out next time. Uh, please follow us on things... Please donate to the Trek Boy Pledge Tribe Drive Plot Pride Drive. We are very good at ending the show. Um, every ending is a beautiful gift I've given to you all, and you should <laughs> fucking appreciate it. It'll never happen again, so it is very beautiful. Thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back in one week with more M-Class goodness. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, Vitizen, for the UCU Trek Outer Space Race. Bye. We didn't forget. Thank you, Vitizen. Bye.
I'm mentally ill. Trick with your ball.